yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? What's but a smile on that face? I'm touching myself tonight. How could a woman possibly fight you? this? There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. Ah, 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 ah. Valtrin Network. Uh, what's up, guys, and welcome to the DC vs. Marvel podcast, where we talk about the latest DC and Marvel movie news. My name is Uz, and I'm your regular DC fanboy. And once again, uh, in the... In the- in, in the in the in the right I'm this way. On my street, this way. That way. The other way. Other way. Uh, in the, in in the red corner is uh, representing Marvel Comics. Is my boy Ed. How are you doing, bro? I'm doing beautifully, sir. How have you been? <laughs> I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I'm I'm feeling good. I I just um handed in my notice at four different places uh, <laughs> on, the, on the weekend, and I'm just like I'm just like just. Sending these things off, just like yeah, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> you know so you're not going to be traveling so just, half the country anymore. No, I, well, I still I have to finish off the work there, but um, but yeah, I'm trying to. I'm just going to keep into a zone of like, yeah, you know, Buckinghamshire and uh, these kind of areas like yeah. nearby me. Just just so much easier, man. And, and mainly uh, places that are owned by like um, like small businesses. Mm. rather than like big businesses man because they are horrendous to work for like absolutely horrendous so yeah just uh that that was that was good that was great fun Ooh, man writing those up life should be easier now you can up. actually sleep in your own bed every night oh mate yeah yeah that would be that would just be so much nicer man just having more time and stuff like that you know what i mean just you know you can you can keep going you could just try and you know make as much money as possible but i'm telling you just your quality of life just gets destroyed man That's so just thing. absolutely no That's no point thing. whatsoever absolutely no point whatsoever man so yeah so that was that was my that was my uh my entertainment man so um yeah uh, so what, what are we gonna be talking about this week mate yeah we got a lot of stuff to talk about man um we're gonna be talking about some star wars stuff mm-hmm. uh we're gonna have a quick chat about malignant because <laughs> 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 just because right um uh, we're gonna be talking about flash we're gonna be talking about how much uh how much venom is made we're gonna be talking about wonder woman we're going to be talking about warner brothers finally like realizing what the hell is going on in their life uh and what if ultron won obviously there as well um but first let's just just briefly start off on why the first man so we had a little brief kind of chat before this obviously you haven't caught up right with the with the with most like it's uh, no longer essential viewing for me like i will <laughs> watch it i'll struggle for a bit longer but yeah, yeah it's not saying that when it then when the new episode's up i'm like oh go watch this i can't wait <laughs> you know well you you tell I, me you saw it okay well uh, before I should go into it a little bit more, I'll give you my one word review. And to give you that, I basically had to, uh, you had to kind of close your eyes and reminisce about the olden days, right? So I want to take you back to, to, the, to the late 90s, early 2000s, right? Mm-hmm. And you basically, basically the, the WWF or the w, yeah, WWF in, the, oh, yeah. in those days, right? And uh, and basically a an up and coming wrestler, right? Who's been trained at Stu Hart's Dungeon, right? Mm-hmm. And he's basically like he's a Canadian guy, amazing physique, 
you know, great technical wrestler, right? And he's been, you know, fighting in these undercards for a while and stuff like that. And one day, right, it's like, they're like they're like yeah this guy this guy potentially man he can be a big star he can be you know he just needs to be good on the mic now right if he gets good on the mic then he'll be amazing right so they no. put him up they put him up against the biggest guy out there stone cold steve austin right and this guy walks out right and Stone Cold Steve Austin is in the ring and he picks up the microphone and he just, and this music comes out and he's just going, boring, boring, <laughs> right? And that was the end of Lance Storm's career, right? Basically. Oh, that's um, where you're going. I thought you were going to be a long winded thing into angle, Benoit right? murdering his family. Like, oh, oh no. Oh, no. I mean, I do like serial killers, but that is. Good. That is a yeah. bit dark, even for me. Yes, you know, I mean? that is a bit dark, even for me. In fact, we'll, we'll talk about something about that after this. But yeah, um, the, okay. So I've talked about this a lot in the in the last two kind of um, uh, last two podcasts. But but one of the one of the big things, one of the big themes in the um, uh, in the in the comic book was about the fact that this was a chase right so it was always kind of like um so you had say leon the um the, the israeli um agent yeah. basically well she wasn't that israeli the israeli army uh, uh you know uh, person uh, captain or something i think she was mm-hmm. um and then you had uh then you had agent 355 and then you also had um these groups of um of ultra feminist women and they're all kind of chasing after Yorick basically right they're all trying to find out they all kind of had hints that he was alive and stuff like that and um and they're all chasing after him now the problem is is that with this they've changed it more to like walking dead style where it's Mm. like okay very episodic rather than like um having stakes and there being a chase here because the whole point in the other one is like is he going to get caught? If somebody catches up to him, what are they going to do? Why are they chasing after him? All this kind of stuff. In this, it's like, okay, yeah, uh, we're going to go now to see the scientist, right? And uh, yeah, this scientist, she knows a lot of information. So let's just go and, and visit her and blah, blah. And in the first few episodes, it didn't really build up why this scientist is so, you know, so important and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, it was just... She was a genesis, right? This geneticist, yeah. yeah. So, so basically, in this, it kind of just it, it's it's taken the essence of the chase, which is the entire series, mm-hmm. out of it. The whole chase is just gone. The whole time constraint thing is just gone. It's just like it's same with The Walking Dead in the first, I think, it was the first season or whatever, where they were like, "Let's go and find out where the other people are." Uh, let's go to this place we've heard that there's this place and they've basically got the cure so you know let's go down there and they Mm. encounter new people along the way and and all that kind of stuff and the one biggest thing okay the one biggest thing that uh, that this show like you said last week because ed is usually right about these things right this show should have come out 10 years ago okay because if it does if it did come out 10 years ago you would not have them having to tread water on certain things. So, for example, one of the one of the big things in this was that Yorick always had to remain hidden, right? Because if he got seen, then they'll be like, okay, there's a man, right? This is a blatant man, whatever, right? Yeah. And later on, 
they get introduced to the fact that okay there's there's trans men around and this and this trans man kind of looks at Yorick and is like okay you need to like get a better kind of you know your beard is not great and stuff and, you know it's just it's a funny little scene where he's actually a real you know yeah. I, you know whatever i mean so basically like um but in this um yorick straight away with it in the third episode he can hide because they think he's a trans man that takes away all of the stakes of the thing. What, you know, is yeah. it, that is hidden? Is he going to get caught? It's kind of like in Lord of the Rings, if you had the, if you had the three hobbits and they could just walk around, right. Mm. <laughs> you know, can you imagine like yeah. what that would make the, make the, the program like? So yeah, I'm this, this series is gone for me, man. It's just, it's, it's, it's dropped oh, off a cliff. No. Oh no. So, so I don't know. I don't, if you guys want me to still watch it, I will, I will do it for you guys. Cause I know some people just, just tune in for the rants, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, you know, like, so has he, you, is Yorick linked up with his sister yet? Are they, is he still just with the scientists and no, he's with, um, yeah. So he's with three, five, five and stuff. And they're just, they're going to find the geneticist basically. And, and, you know, um, so I, it's, you know, this, this comic book, man, it, it's just so much better than the, uh, than, than the, than the, you know, than the series. And it's quite funny. Like, I, you know, I put this thing up um, as a, as a kind of, uh, you know, poll topic on the, uh, you know, on the, on, on the forum that, you know, that, that I moderate uh, basically saying like, you know, this is a really bad comic book adaptation, but you know, what, what do you guys think is a good one or what do you think is a bad one? And what are the reasons why? And obviously we'll, we'll do that later on. We'll, you know, we'll do, yeah. we'll do yeah. the, the letters and all that kind of stuff. So are you going to hang on to this Eds or, I'm, 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 I'll watch a couple more. I'll give it a go, a little bit more of a chance. You know, you never know. Maybe they might wake up and realize, you know, this isn't got the stakes, or hasn't got the tension, or the, you know, the, the excitement that people want. So let's let's fix it. I don't know, but it's not looking good so far. But I'll give it a couple more. Yeah, yeah. This is um, this is blatantly like you know, if uh, if you're a Walking Dead fan and you're scared that your show is finishing. They've introduced this show in the middle of their last, you know, their final Walking Dead season to at say that is the stakes. This. Like that is that the has stakes, stakes on it. Zombie yeah, yeah, popping yeah. up at any minute. Or yeah, Negan that's true. Bashing someone's head in. Oh. Well, that's a, yeah, that's the thing. Imagine if these guys could turn into something that the zombies could not detect. Yeah, they'd just be walking around, just you know, exactly. It's ridiculous. <laughs> just be stupid, man. It's just the you know the whole thing just just ruins it basically. So yeah, I don't I I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm not seeing that any <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I'm not seeing that anymore. Um, so yeah, that um, we won't talk about that anymore. But one thing that I did see that was actually recommended by Eds last week, and it seems like I'm out of out of every like you know uh, me and Eds has a small circle of friends who are who are the same but yeah. also like obviously in in my own my own kind of circle of friends nobody has seen this right <laughs> apart, apart from one person who's like who's <laughs> right and um and everybody i say oh you gotta go and see this because this is just like the, the most bad shit crazy thing that you'll see uh yeah, everybody's like everybody's like nah nah man can't be bothered it's like horrible reviews they're all going to see james bond instead so um so yeah, what we are talking about is is malignant, and guys, uh, you know we don't. 
you know, obviously this is not a, a film review show, but I thought we'd talk about this because it's a very interesting kind of thing. Like Ed said last time, just imagine this is like a Batman villain origin story. <laughs> and no lie, I, I, yeah. Go on, go on, go on, go on. I, I, when I went in there, I sat in there and I was like, okay, uh, this is, I'm going to watch this as a Batman villain <laughs> origin story. And it was literally was, I was like transported back to like, because it was very much, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the aesthetic of Dark Man, right? Yes. You know, I remember Dark Man, yes. Liam Neeson, the jacket Dark and the bandages and all of that. Yeah. <laughs> And, and I was like, I was transported back to that. And at the start, right, at the start, when um, when uh, the the doctor says it's time to cut out the cancer, I like laughed. Yeah, dialogue. Like, See how hammy it was. It's like a. How is this made by a director that has this like stellar catalogue of movies? And this is like a first time director's movie. It's just like how. It, the, the dialogue was like, like a, cringe. Like man. a grindhouse was... movie. <laughs> It was cringe, but then, uh, then uh, as I was watching more and more of it, I was like, "This is actually becoming quite entertaining, right?" Funny. And then, like, it's so like, funny, yeah. It wasn't scary at all, but no. it was like hilarious. It was quite hilarious, man. Like yeah. you know, actually, actually watching this guy, and it was it was proper entertaining as well, mm. right? Um, and then obviously the 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 kind of reveal at the end, um, you know, which is which is absolutely crazy, where you know that. Uh, <laughs> basically we'll, yeah like, we'll spoil it go for it, man oh but yeah so, but picture it all but you can see it in what i was saying about how bruce meets the chick he likes she's got a few yeah. problems but you know he's into her and then there's these other murders that happening in gotham that he just can't catch whoever it is and then it's revealed that she and it are one and the same oh, that God. would have, d- d- that, oh, that would have been just absolute jokes man that have been jo- he's like trying to track that yeah. trying to find out what's going on and then eventually he's like you know they you know, they seem to be have, you know, the same DNA or the same this and he tracks mm-hmm. everything down. It would it would have been next level. It would have been amazing. Have, have, and then he has to apprehend Senator Arkham, this chick who he's fallen for that he's fallen in love with. It would have been awesome. Come on. Tell it me would have, have it would have been absolutely amazing. That film, the reveal actually actually kind of freaked me out when I saw it, right? Because because <laughs> I had a, I had a dream the day before, right? Which obviously is 100% coincidence, but it was it was so biz- bizarre. It wasn't only the reveal part was similar. Right? So yeah. basically, I had, I had a dream the day before that um we got foster kid like you know basically and they're always talking about um how um uh, you know, uh, non-accidental injuries and stuff. We had to do all these kind of, you know, courses about, you know, what if somebody's got a non-accidental injury? Obviously, that was on my mind, right? So I basically had a dream that my my daughter was at my my grandma's house, her great grandma's house. She's passed away now, like two years ago. So I don't know why I was thinking about that. But basically, she she was climbing on a ladder and fell off a ladder. Right. And then when she fell off the ladder, basically here, going from the front of her head, going all the way to the top, it split. Right. Basically. Yeah. yeah? Right. So I went and I had a look at it. And basically there was there was bits of like flesh that was sticking out. And I was like, don't worry, don't worry, I'll fix it. And I I was pushing it back in. to her right yeah i was just like this is like a totally messed up dream basically like you know it's one of those things where it was like you're thinking too much about 
um, about, you know, non-accidental yeah. injuries and yeah. all that kind of stuff, right? So so then when I saw this film and they did the same kind of thing, I was like, what the hell is going on? Let's here? just explain it to ruin it for the people who haven't seen it yet. <laughs> like, this woman has a conjoined twin who lives yeah. within her... Who's with cause of a head injury that she sustains from her abusive husband? This head, this face comes out of the back of her skull when it's split open, and she basically folds backwards and becomes this backwards person that's just running around killing people. It's just the most bizarre. That's that police off that police precinct scene where she's just going nuts, just killing everybody. It's hilarious. Could you, could you imagine if that was the end of? The Batman film yeah. with Gossam, yeah. Gossam PD just getting just get wrecked. wrecked. <laughs> that would be amazing. The absolutely amazing. And then Bruce has got to do it. It's like the, the only, and then that cements the fact that the only time he ever really got like, you know, really involved and like let his kind of heart go there yeah. again. He just gave it to, yeah. and it just cements the, the hardness is inside oh, him. Right? So good. It could have been an, an iconic new Batman villain that oh, it, yeah exactly that nobody's ever seen before yeah. it could have just been like you know just just you know they could oh mate it could have been it could have been absolute jokes one of the things in this though that always like um you know I, I used to um when I was a kid I used to watch a lot of Bruce Lee movies right and when in every Bruce Lee movie he basically beats the shit out of tons of villains but at the end he knows he's done wrong so he literally just sits there with his arms out like that waiting to be handcuffed and the (laughs) police just turn up like literally every movie like you know fist of fury uh you know uh, big Big boss Boss and you know all that kind of stuff and he's just sitting there waiting to be arrested and in this she's like I'm 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 done being like uh you know uh you know uh him him having control over me and I'm thinking yeah, you just killed like hundreds of yeah, people. How do you... They ain't gonna let you free, mate. No. You're gonna be in jail for the rest of your life in a padded room. <laughs> it's not. Uh, I don't even know. With staples, like, I was thinking at least get some staples in the back yeah. of the skull so to make sure it doesn't yeah. accidentally open back up again. But, oh. Exactly. Exactly. And the other thing was, is like, um, she's like, oh, he he could he could only control me when the you know when the thing came. But there was a point when she was a kid where she nearly killed her parents because she had a knife, like you know, yeah. Yeah. And now, and so he kind of was controlling her then anyway. Exactly. And then she's like, "Oh, I forgot everything after after eight years old." It's like, well, at what point did he forget like <laughs> like everything? Because it wasn't when you got picked up. Because you you clearly still remember. It's a weird film, man. If you and that's the thing, like you were saying about the director, like basically the director should, uh, you know, like a, um, an established director should have picked up on all these little bits yeah. and kind of tidied them up. But a first time person, you could say, okay, let's just let it, you know, let it roll or whatever. So that, yeah, everybody that I'm, that I'm speaking to who has watched it, you know, only, only small amounts of people have watched it are like, yeah, this, this is basically a superhero, um, well, they're saying a superhero origin, but I'm kind of like more it's like a super villain origin yeah. story. Malignant you know? villain. Yeah, yeah. Malig- Malignant would have been a jokes jokes name for a villain, man. It just would have been. Oh, it would have been. Would have been. Next brilliant. time when she eventually comes back, 
a year or two later, she could be like resentful at Bruce that, you know, he, he betrayed her. And then, you know, maybe she's on the side of Vulcan during twin. It could be so many places they could have gone. Damn it. Exactly. Man. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Joining up with some other, you know, people who've got multiple personalities and, you know, stuff <sighs> like that. And just, yeah, just be, it'd just be absolutely, absolutely crazy, man. So, yeah. Not that does face. Wow, so good, so good. Because he could relate uh, it was, it was to a, a degree. Yeah. He like, oh. he needs oh, to yeah. It. Oh my God, the, the king and queen. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, I'm wow. crying. Oh my. He's now that Harley Quinn's basically a hero now. And, you know, yeah. that whole thing's gone. You need that king and queen. Yeah, that's what they should have. The king and queen of Gotham, <laughs> Harvey oh, Dent, and, yeah. and Malignant. That would just be the most, the most jokes thing ever, man. Oh yeah, that what a missed opportunity. But standard, standard uh, Warner Brothers missing, missing <laughs> opportunities like that. Anyway, you know what I mean. So um, let's go into some Star Wars stuff, man. Um, Chloe Zhao, who is directing the Eternals, uh, was kind of asked about Star Wars, and and her reply was quite cryptic um and you know it kind of seems like maybe she's been approached for something but there's not actually anything in the works as yet um have you seen any chloe Zhao films apart from obviously we haven't seen eternals yet i still haven't seen the um the one that she got the oscar for she's no the one that, no. yeah yeah she's the one that's doing eternals in it yeah 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 i've been i've got it on my queue got it on my laptop but i just never get around to watching it i feel like i need to be uh, what... in a certain headspace to see it <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're if you're like um, if you uh, are lacking sleep at some point, and oh. you're just like, I need something to make me go to sleep, oh, then watch that film. That that film is the kind of film like my my mum used to say. You know, uh, basically, it's got you know no head, no feet, which basically means that it's just like this film basically starts nowhere, goes nowhere, finishes nowhere, and it's one of those like art house like oh it looks a bit nice and it's shot nicely but nothing literally nothing happens in that film i can't even this is a chick traveling across america making friends with people she bumps into half of them are not even actors apparently they're just like real people real travelers yeah yeah but then what's I don't know what was that man's no goal. Show? Yeah. It's, this is nothing. Literally, nothing happens in this film. So yeah, I I don't know, man. I guess the the thing is because I'm not, uh, you know, I don't know enough about films apart from actually just watching them. You'd be able to probably see that and say, is that well directed, right? Whereas I'd be kind of like, okay, this film just going nowhere for me. So it'd be interesting to know if you watch that and say, okay, that's well directed. So then this person actually has talent to go to i actually should that should be my homework this week because you know yeah we've got eternals coming so i'm curious to see what can she do yeah so uh, yeah yeah it's i mean forget about the story forget about anything else just say is it well directed and how you know does she have potential for the, you know, for the, for the eternal stuff? So, um, so yeah. so we'll revisit that, um, that question kind of next week, because then it will right now, if we say, Oh, we're excited for her to do star Wars. I mean, it makes no difference because you yeah, haven't seen anything from her. Right. They're probably so, waiting to see how Eternals does before they really truly press her on, you know, direct to something else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
Eternals probably going to do all right, to be honest, in the box <laughs> office. And then again, so. aren't they worried though? Because they want that shine. You know how much they need that money, and they want that China money. And if her name's attached to a movie, because she's got bands blacklisted in China, she, that movie's not going to be coming out over there. So she got blacklisted in China. What, yeah, because she said some. She criticized the uh, CCP uh, a few oh, years ago when nah. they came out and. <laughs> Apparently she can't ever go back. And yeah. Oh so, uh, no! What? Why? Just why? Just, <laughs> just make a movie and just <laughs> keep your it. mouth shut. Yeah. Yeah. What's the point, man? What's the point? You know, when you when you're like when you're Jack Nicholson's age, that's when you start saying about stuff because you made your yeah. money, you made your films. Just yeah. you know, then you could just say do say whatever you want. But otherwise, just just you know, just let it be. You know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but. But that's the thing. So uh, let's let's flip to some DC, man. Um, Flash, uh, uh, Andy Machete has basically um, uh, said that the Flash is basically going to uh, be the culmination of the multiverse of all of um, the DC released films. So all the Batman films, literally everything, right? So... Um, and he focused specifically on the Batman ones because he was asked specifically about Ben Affleck and, you know, uh, and, um, and Michael Keaton. So, so then straight away, straight away, eagle, eagle-eyed Eds is like, well, who are they going to get from Nolan's universe, yeah, if right? he means all the Batmans, then somebody has to pop up from there. Unless, you know, the director forgot about that one. So, yeah, it's not going to be, uh, what's his name? Christian Kyle. Bell, he's not going to pop up because he don't want no more of this. So, uh, who, who could it be? Maybe uh, Scarecrow, maybe? Make a little cameo. Mm-hmm. He seems to be willing to pop up wherever. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, maybe. I don't Possibly. know. Is, is he doing anything at the moment? I don't know. Not Probably He has fallen off the map, that poor guy. I know yeah. his shoulders got he... cancelled on Apple Plus as well. Like, jeez. He'd probably be desperate to do it then, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> Give him a ring, you know. Yeah. He's like, you know, he could, uh, yeah, he could, uh, you know, he's he's like the, the the Robin or Batman, I guess, in that in that universe right now. Um, no, my inter- bet is on. Yeah, I was gonna say what's interesting is he was focused on the movies, so we're not gonna get any more. I'm not mad at this by any means, but just for those who you know love the whole CW thing, are we not gonna get a progression of when Flash met Flash? That little moment that you know everyone, th- a bunch of people excited about. I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. That probably will happen at some, uh, you know, at some point. But I think in this, they're trying to. Fo- uh, you got to remember, you got to focus the story for the films, Definitely. right? And uh, how many people watch that CW show apart from huge fans of that? Um, I guess the general public would be like, "Who is this guy?" Whereas if Michael Caine turns up and oh, yeah. he sees Michael Caine's Alfred, it's going to be a very different situation because it's going to be like, oh, you know, people are going to know who that guy is straight away. Um, so, you know, I think I, it, it's interesting because when you're talking about, okay, then it's a combination of like all the movies, um, then it's like, you know, you could go anywhere, man. You could go and, and you know, uh, go into Michelle Pfeiffer's you know, Catwoman yes. or like, or, you know, um, that I'd be interested in seeing that because I think it'll be a funny interaction the way they've done this flash, more like a Wally West kind of, you know, flash. Gonna lie. As a Marvel guy, I am looking forward to, you know, Spider-Man, 
their version of it. But there's just some something about this Flash one that I'm kind of excited about, just because it's just the unknown. I just feel like it's so unpredictable where they're going to go with it and how they're going to handle it, whether it's going to be good, whether it's going to be bad, who does, who's going to be in it. That has kind of got me excited, that unknown, how it's going to yeah. turn out. And I think they because they're kind of teasing certain things and they're kind of saying it, as opposed to Spider-Man, where they're going out of their way to deny, like, everything. Yeah. that you know where it's like okay we're not and you know we're not showing anything which is a double-edged sword because sometimes it's you know if you say oh he is going to meet other spider-mans or whatever then it's like you know what spider-mans and you know all this kind of stuff they need to um, get a grip disney man because like i'm avoiding spoilers but that's near impossible the amount of times i've stumbled across these behind the scenes pictures and i'm like no mm-hmm. i don't want to see it ah. it's like who who is on set with their phone just out there just taking pictures and no one's saying nothing well it's it's ultimately a sony production isn't it and sony are just i sony is like literally like one of the honestly like you know if i was if i was sony and i was running their uh gaming division right i'd just be looking at the movie division just like shaking my head like (laughs) like exactly like exactly like how you know look what i'm doing i'm propping you guys up basically you know like uh it just uh yeah it's just um just a weird one like I, i mean the flash one is an interesting thing because um you know, for years, people have been going on saying, like, they're not going to bring... Uh, there was all these things, like, um, about The Flash when it's coming out. And everybody was saying, no, there's no way they're going to use Flash to do a soft reboot. They're not going to do it at all. They're going to carry on with this or they're going to change it completely or whatever. And everybody else is saying, well, of course, they're going to do Flashpoint and, and reboot, you know, reboot everything or whatever. And everybody else is kind of in between. Um, and it seems pretty much like they're just doing this to show, like, look, everything exists. So, you know, if you like the Snyderverse, that's still there. It's just mm-hmm. in another place somewhere, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, this is, um, you know, if you like the, um, you know, if you like the uh, the, the um, Keaton, what's his name? Keaton stuff, uh, you know, that's still there. You know, if you if you like the Patty Jenkins stuff, that's still, it's all still there. It's just kind of, you know, in different different layers there now. So I think that kind of, I, I think that's a that's a good way of of looking at it to try and satisfy like all the fans and stuff like that to say, look, there's different layers of different things. Yeah. Um, because you know, otherwise, uh, otherwise everybody goes in expecting you know a completely cohesive kind of thing. I mean, I've heard a lot like when you know when we're on our film forum and we're kind of you know talking about different things a lot of people talking about um what if and um and star wars visions and saying like yeah but shouldn't it have a story going all the way through and it's like because people are so used to having like a story that you know goes through all the episodes or whatever that has been part of the complaint on my other podcast talking to movies that mo has that he just feels it's just too standalone-ish but this week kind of changed that a little bit. So mm-hmm. curious mm-hmm. when we get yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that there in a minute as well. So yeah, uh, definitely looking forward to the Flash, guys. And uh, it'd be interesting to know what you guys think about it there uh, as well. So let's go, as we were talking about Sony and Spider-Man, let's um, go to Venom 2. And guys, um, 
I, <laughs> we, <clears throat> we know already that Venom has come out in other places, right? And already I'm seeing people send me stuff um, and I'm not going to say it to Ed's, but I, like basically people sending me stuff that I just don't want to know before <laughs> I should go into this film and not like true, true spoilers, but kind of just like something like, Oh, didn't you think this was amazing? It's like, Oh mate, I didn't want to, didn't want to know that before I was going yeah. in there. Um, but For some I reason apologize. we've suddenly gotten the middle finger from studios, the UK. Usually, you know, we're the privileged ones to get these films early. And now Dune and now Venom, it's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Why are we waiting? Well, this is, do, you know, do you know what it is? I, I, I honestly think that, that what they're doing is the wrong move. And, I, you know, it might sound biased because we're in the UK and we want yeah. stuff like quickly. But, okay, what's going to happen is within the next couple of weeks is that people are just going to end up putting this all online right so as soon as this starts getting released in other territories a lot of people are gonna have watched this you know doing dodgy downloads and stuff like that yeah. you know what i mean but admittedly um, i think some a large part of the reason is is um because bond comes out here before most places i think that everyone's just running away from that yeah because it came out yeah probably week, so. yeah. probably because bond is a major thing um for britain and just you know if anybody uh, you know anybody who's who's listening who's like these typical um <laughs> people on youtube who just like slate everything and stuff like that um i'm sorry but if you're american you're not an allowed opinion on what james bond is like you can't you you can't no you can't you can't talk about you know british culture and stuff like that um, I don't, I don't know because somebody uh, oh, who who I know really well told me it was like a Bollywood film, and I'm oh, like, Jesus oh God, <laughs> no! They're like literally, it is like a Bollywood film in uh, you know, made kind of British. So like, um, and I was like, what? It like dance numbers and stuff. They're like, no, kind of like you know the stunts you get in Bollywood films and how the physics is just so oh, bizarre. Geez. Like we're not gonna get into it because you know it's not the movie, movie side of the podcast. But um, yeah, Bourne and uh, Mission Impossible—they killed Bond. Really, those they just born with it, the groundedness of it all, and just Mission Impossible with just how much more exciting and just you know how much of a thrill ride those films are. They just Bond can't really compete with that. Not this yeah. version of it anyway. Yeah, so it'd be interesting what they go to next. I think you know, do, you know what what route they're going to go down and, and stuff like that. I'm terrified where it's going to go next. <laughs> I think we're going to get hints. Um, you know, uh, once it's, you know, once we all see that film, to be honest. So yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to know what route they they go down. But but Venom has kind of made like seventy one mil so far, which is pretty decent during the pandemic. Um, in you know, in the US. So there's obviously a lot of people who are who are going to watch this there at the moment and kind of you know repeats and stuff like that there as well. Um, do you think that when it comes out here, it's going to hold a huge box office similar to you know? I think it'll get number one. I think you know Bond will do good for a week, but because when, when what it's another week or two before it's over, 
Yeah, so yeah, exactly. So Bond's got two weeks, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or it'll yeah. be fine. Then it'll be fine. It'll be number yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just I'm just curious to know what else comes out around that around that time. You Nothing know what I mean? Big. So, yeah, I don't think anything big is coming out for a while, not until yeah, a little bit months after. I, yeah, it's fine. Because I, I I actually got an alert this weekend because I put it on my phone like last year that uh, Batman was coming out this weekend. Oh wow! <laughs> right. So yeah. So basically, this is where we've kind of we've just gone like wow. you know crazy circles. So this slot that James Bond had was meant to be the you know the Batman. Basically. Yeah, Bond was supposed to be last year. Well, the problem is now: am I going to wait two weeks for the Venom? Am I going to have the willpower for that? I'm just going to ruin myself, which I think I probably will. <laughs> probably going to end up doing it, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know, man. If you're, you know, uh, I, I told, I told Salim, I said, mate, <laughs> you know, Ed's will be, Ed's is going to be up for this. So, you know, just like, I don't know if he's even said to you, Ed's. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, mentioned, he, mentioned, he yeah. has already, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, uh, I said, Ed's will be up for this, man. So, yeah, definitely we'll just go and, uh, you know, go and, go and see it, I guess. I think it's on, it's on the 15th, which is like the, not next, not next, uh, next end of next week, but the end of uh, week after. So yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see. And we'll, I'll we'll watch give it, our... give a non-spoiler review, and then go watch it again if I if I enjoy it. And it wouldn't spoil it for you. What if it's what if it's terrible? That's the thing. What if it's <laughs> terrible? What if it's and I'll want to go just to watch your reaction. <laughs> that would be worthy the money alone. Yeah, just literally just watch like, you know, my soul just dying while I'm watching this, watching this film, man. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know what? Even if this film is not so great, to be honest, it's, I don't think it's going to affect me that much because I don't have that much vested interest in Venom, right? Now, if it was Bane, on the other hand, right, that would be a different scenario, right, if it was absolutely terrible. But because it's, cause it's Venom, it's kind of like, yeah, I, I know what the first movie was like. I'm expecting more of the same for the second. Um, I'm expecting a Deadpool 2 version of, uh, of you know, Venom 2. So pretty much almost the same with a, a few more kind of out there kind of jokes there, basically. So that... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what that's like, man. Um, so there was some news that came out um, came out this weekend about um, about uh, Wonder Woman saying that they're basically got um, uh, they're greenlit number three now, and Patty Jenkins has confirmed that you oh, know geez. number three is going to be is going to be made, um, and that comes hot on the heels of of, um, of Angelina Jolie saying that she was offered um, a um, a, you know a very a very famous superhero role she said um didn't elaborate on what it was and then you know everybody's speculating that it's that it's wonder woman there as DC, well dc role yeah yeah so was this a thing she said that i was offered a very uh a very famous uh you know uh dc superhero role it's difficult for me so, to imagine that it was wonder woman though i just don't well, think she's within the age bracket for what they would have wanted so maybe the mother this is what i'm thinking so a lot you know one of these guys um who basically like he drops all these kind of you know uh, mm. rumors and all this kind of stuff who people regard as some kind of authority basically is like when she put that his his just words underneath it were wonder woman and i was thinking well all the interviews with Zack snyder were saying like 
he only had one person in mind when he was looking at Wonder Woman, right? So, and he actually told her, you know, he flew, you know, got her to flew over from Israel and all that kind of stuff and said, you know, you're my Wonder Woman. You're coming for an interview. He didn't even interview anybody else. Mm-hmm. So that that kind of makes me think that the same way, like it's not, you know, it's not her, but then, uh, you know, what else could it be? And she didn't even elaborate on what era it was. I mean, it could have been like in Justice League Mortal, you know, that that time, like 10, yeah, 15 that... years ago. Oh, okay. That's true. I w- mm. Or Nolan's Catwoman. I could see yeah. him probably wanting her for that. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I also don't think it's, <laughs> don't think it's one of them. But what is your, what's your, um, are you excited for uh, <laughs> another third edition? <laughs> oh, no, I just, the direction they're going in with these films, I'm not. You know, she's not allowed to kill anyone. It's all about love. And it's just, it's just a neutered character. It's not the warrior Amazon she's supposed to be. Yeah. So it's like, well, what's the interest now? Like, I'm just more of what they did with number two. Because Jenkins is gonna, Jenkins is gonna have, you know, the, Warner Brothers is gonna let her do what the hell she wants. So it's gonna be more of that direction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- th- I mean, basically, like, firstly, that that film was horrendous. <laughs> anyway, yeah. but um, but also as well as like, um, you, you know, you, we hear quite a lot. Okay, men and women are equal. Women could do anything a man can do which they you know they can in general um but then kind of like then when you create a film it's like okay we're just gonna take away uh all the features actually off the comic book wonder woman and make it more like a a feminine character which makes no bloody sense because you're saying you're portrayed this character as like being able to hang around with the justice league and stuff like that you know fighting against you know doomsday and you know all these other kind of characters and stuff like that it just it's just frankly bizarre man and it culminated in the probably uh, the most bizarre scene that i've ever most tone deaf bizarre scene i've ever seen in a film which honestly is just oh my goodness me just like shocking um and it's not the one where she you know steve basically rapes that dude pretty much because you know (laughs) but but it's like it's like it's like basically you guys who don't know i'm gonna go a little bit political now sorry guys but (laughs) but it's not gonna be it's not gonna be controversial um so um in in uh in 2016 there was basically a um there was a uh, a kind of war between Gaza and Israel, and basically there were these um, there were these bunch of boys playing football on the beach, and um, an Israeli F fifteen came and just like shot a missile at them, and they all got killed basically, right? And um, and they it was like a real you know horrendous situation that you know these boys got killed like playing football and stuff, and ever since then like you know um, you know they've had all all these films you know. BVS and Wonder Woman, all that kind of stuff. Whenever anybody's asked Gal Gadot, like, you know, what's your thoughts about this? What's your thoughts about that? She's always come down on the side of like, oh, these are my, uh, you know, pro-Israeli, basically, right? Yeah. So, so, so then in Wonder Woman 84, you've basically got these two little Muslim kids who are basically playing football and they get a rocket thrown, fired at oh, them. Yeah, and Wonder Woman... And Wonder Woman comes and 
grabs this missile and throws it back. It's like so tone deaf, man. Like literally, like yeah. I was just watching that. Just my my jaw just dropped, man, because I was like, "You cannot be serious that you put this in this film." Yeah, probably right. knows what's up. I'm guessing Jenkins hasn't got a clue about a lot of that. In my opinion, yeah. And I and I think Gal Gadot generally is is quite uh, clueless anyway. Like you know when they did that um, Imagine song at the start <laughs> of the oh, yeah. and stuff. Oh, so she probably wow. thought this is a great thing to bring everybody together or, or something like that. But yeah, obviously very extremely uh, extremely tone deaf man. So um, yeah, I just. Uh, another quick aside is that um, basically after after watching uh, uh, after watching all the Japanese stuff of the uh, of Star Star Wars last week, I decided I'm going to go on a crazy like deep dive on like Japanese history, right? So I started listening to all these like podcasts of about samurai and and you know the the first kind of people who who you know the missionaries who went over there and all this kind of stuff, and and after after a week. Uh, I unfortunately ended up at World War Two, and I really wish that I hadn't, <laughs> because I just ended up with like basically listening to just atrocities upon <laughs> upon atrocities. Oh yeah, with the Japanese, right? <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, oh, okay, this should not have should not have just gone down that rabbit hole, man. So yeah, um, that's a that's. I say that's the last time, but I'm probably going to end up doing it. Doing it's a weird next thing. It's a weird thing. I don't know why, but it really breaks my heart. Like obviously, the war had to end, and you know, you understand why the Americans had to drop the bomb. And Tommy bombed the two bombs that they dropped. But because of their culture and their whole thing of how they surrender, they gave away their the soldiers, gave away their family swords. Like a lot of the grunt soldiers didn't have like nice swords. They were just like, basic stuff they made but the generals and the higher ups mm. their swords went back hundreds of years that samurais would have actually held and they gave them to the american soldiers who had no clue how much these things were worth and they're sitting in attics rusting away just knocking about somewhere in the midwest it's like it breaks my heart that those things are lost because no it's illegal yeah. now to take swords out of japan because they know yeah. how hard they are to get hold of and to you know it's part of their culture and it's just all that weight, all those classic swords gone. There's this, there's this program on, I think it's on Prime called James May Visits Japan. Have you ever, have you ever seen I've that? I've seen that, no. Right, so there's this one episode, forget about the rest of it, but there's this one episode where he visits a sword master, right, who Ooh. basically makes swords, makes katanas, right? And this dude makes them properly, like literally it takes him like nearly a year to make these swords, yeah? They, and they are so freaking sharp like literally you can drop a hair on it and they'll, the hair will just get cut in half if it, if it falls on this blade. Right. And this precision and skill and just everything. There's like, basically there's only like a couple of dudes in Japan who actually do this now. Yeah, it's a dying and on, he, isn't it? Yeah. And this one guy has got his own apprentice who he's kind of teaching there and stuff as well. But this guy's, this apprentice is going to take him like seven, eight years to learn how to be able to to make this thing and it is yeah it's like you're saying man it's insane like you know you see all these kind of things like you know these fake katanas and all these stuff coming around but the the proper legit you know ones must have been you know must have been crazy man so yeah it just his history that you know stuff kind of you know happens all the yeah. all the time man i often kind of think like you know um 
sometimes like, oh man, I'd love to do a, uh, you know, a history podcast and find out why, like, you know, the, the library at Alexandria was burned and, you know, what kind of <sighs> things were in there and just, you know what I mean? Just, just stuff like that. You, you need a I mean? researcher. Somebody we need to research, do, need a read all these books for no money at all. Then I'm glad to do that. Oh, well, literally, yeah. I was going to ask, did you uh, get more into um, Sandman? Did you start that? Uh, no, no, I, I haven't. I haven't yet because I'm still uh, on Monday. My uh, my credits coming in, which is why I didn't put it in the, in the list oh. there today. So, but I'm hearing very good things about it, man. Like finished it, I loved it. It does slightly do what the last one did in that for the first half to two thirds is one like major story mainly with Sandman, and then at the end, the last parts it's like slightly episodic things that are mainly dreams and legends that involve him. But it's just way more entertaining, even though it's little, little parts. I think you like the last one as well. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, a lot better. Yeah. A lot, first one was good, this one, yeah. First one was all right, but when it started going into, like, A Midsummer Night's Dream and, you know, just stuff like that, and just Shakespeare yeah. and things, it just, like, it just kind of lost its way there a bit. But it'll be interesting. Like, you read, have you read the comic books? Because I haven't read them. Um, so did a friend of mine did try to convert me, but I'm very superficial when it comes to comic books. I need good art, and the Sandman original run of Sandman, the art was so weird and abstract that I just couldn't. I still like mm. it. Just like I looked at it, and it was just it hurt yeah. looking at it. It hurt my eyes. It's just weird. It's just, ugh, I didn't like it at all. It, it's just because I'm interested, like whether whether it followed, you know. Well, whether Gaiman, these things follow the comic book or what, or what, or whether the game is right, you know, so you have to presume it's from what I remember, yeah. it's very much, yeah, it was, it's, it's yeah, because game. it'd just be, yeah, it'd just be interesting to see whether it, you know, the, the actual the, the comic book and the audio book is, you know, is is a kind of you know similar thing or whether it's a completely new thing or, or what. You've got Audible, have you got Audible? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Audible's doing this thing at the moment where you can just download it, like literally, like half, the Harvest catalog, if like for free, basically. Like they've got this thing, like uh, so all the new stuff. Obviously, you got to get credits for, right? But um, but pretty much most of its catalog is um, is free. And one of the things that I did um, uh, listen to is they've made a uh, a director's cut. Um, so what? Not a director's cut what alien three was meant to be yes i've got that in, i've got that in my lab as well yeah i went to listen yeah to that. that's interesting that so interesting yeah yeah, yeah. it'll be interesting because that um that also was i've actually got alien three as a graphic novel but like the film version um so it'll be interesting we'll, we'll, if you listen to that we'll talk about that and sandman next week because um then we can you know uh we'll kind of see the the differences because the film was like was weird man it's just very, very weird yeah. um and and the alternate script i get i guess is is uh is interesting so um do, in 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 uh in this world do you get many people admitting that they've done something wrong like genuinely admitting no, not very rarely not at all. right well my family so, definitely not <laughs> <laughs> so so the water media ceo right has admitted that they rushed into the day and date with hbo max oh, so yeah. 
so for you guys who don't who don't know what day and date means day and date basically is releasing simultaneous film release and release on hbo hbo max right and from you know for not even months for like a year and a half they've been going on about this is a massive success look how many people downloaded wonder woman for example look how many people have suicide squad have been downloaded so many times on on hbo max etc mm. um but they're finally admitted that is a bloody mistake, right? Because common sense. <laughs> it, uh, now, now the question is: Is there any way back from that? Right? They own it's, it. This is what I don't understand. They own HBO Max. They're their films. They can just choose. Okay, we're not doing it. Like, what Disney did. They were doing day and day, but then they realized, yeah, this ain't working. Okay, we're gonna put like a couple of weeks or a month longer for the films in the cinema. They can do it if they want to. I don't understand why they're still stuck to it so many cases. i think the difference the difference between disney and warner brothers is the problem uh is that disney basically set out its stall and um the day and date thing was an addition so they already had like say what if and visions and mm. and boba fett and you know mando and all that kind of stuff and they knew that those things were going to be coming out on disney plus in as an addition to that, they were like, okay, let's put you know Ray of the Last Dragon and all this kind of stuff on uh, uh, on Disney Plus there as well. The problem with HBO Max is that they've already set out their stall that like you can watch this in cinemas and watch this at the same time, right? So now they're going to have to go back on that, and a lot of subscribers probably bought HBO Max thinking I don't have to go to the cinema anymore, right? So. Uh, are they going to end up losing people for that? Disney wouldn't because they never they never said it to start off with, right? It's true, but I reckon they could take the hit because they've actually done pretty well HBO Max for the limited markets that they've launched in. I think they've done mm. pretty well, so I think they could afford to lose maybe one or two million here and there because you reckon they'll come back anyway when the movies become available. So yeah, break it, break yeah, your words. You make more money. Yeah, exactly. Politicians do it all the time, right? So it's absolutely no reason, no reason for you guys to do it, uh, you know, to, to, to not do it there either, man. So um, speaking of Disney Plus stuff, um, you know, we talked about Visions last week and kind of, this is this is my this is my crappy kind of segue into that. So we talked about visions last week. So let's talk about vision this week and uh, <laughs> and and, and, uh, and what if what if Ultron won? So what if Ultron won? Um, yeah, we kind of saw. Um, yeah, like we got a glimpse of him the it? week before at the end of the four. If yes. four was the only child, and we were like, oh, we want to know what's going on there. But they probably won't continue because they haven't been continuing. But it did. And we actually got to see that story, which was cool. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. And just like, um, you know, just uh, there's things in here sometimes I watch and I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if this is quite for kids or is it for kids or or what? (laughs) Like when Vision just like splits tiles. Yeah, that was a. what? Who are they aiming at? <laughs> like sometimes uh... I watch stuff like that, and it's like, okay, you know, this uh, is interesting because it's kind of like they're not they're not shirking certain things and stuff like that. Can we call I him actually... visual? Can we truly call him? It's no, it's well, the body, yeah. but not the mind. Yeah. So it's really Ultron, yeah, yeah. I... Uh, but that, I guess, that's kind of what Ultron was 
meant to be, wasn't he? And, you know, it's kind of so, but I really like this episode. <laughs> I should, it's my, this is probably my favorite so far because I kind of just, I just kind of thought like, I, the, the thing about all the what if stuff, right, is I just, I just like the idea of like, if the villains kind of won, yeah. how would the heroes come back there again later? How would they, you know, how would they go and, and fight against this menace and stuff like that? And if the villain, if the villains never win, then, you know, it's, it's always like, uh, you know, it kind of decreases the stakes. So this, this was a, this was an interesting one. Man. I, li- I liked it quite a bit. Um, even, even certain things like, uh, you know, when I've been looking at the, um, I, maybe this is placebo, but when I've been watching the other ones, like, you know, the, the animation uh, has seemed a bit choppy in certain parts and stuff. And in this, it was just, I it just seemed smooth. Like it didn't oh. seem like, I don't know whether it's edited in a certain way or whether, you know, it didn't seem like bits were, uh, you know, but yeah, I, yeah, I think it. the animation really kind of up the settled into it after the second episode, it was weird at the first one, but yeah, after the second one, I thought, yeah, this is pretty good. But yeah, the moment that he comes face to face with the Watcher, when he breaks that wall, then he really he can hear him talking. It's like, oh, what? What the hell? What's going on now? Oh no! Well, Access this is the thing. He, he's it. like that. He's that powerful that he can basically go to that, and then he just think, "Wow, man! Imagine like if this if this thing carried on like this. Like it would just be, it'd just be kind of kind of crazy, man. It that the the one thing about what if is you know like we we're saying last week it literally is like a few people just sit in the room like yeah but yeah but what if this happened right they'll be like oh mate that would just be too crazy like, exactly yeah, it's like the kids <laughs> at the back of the bus are chatting just thinking like, oh what if this person did this and this is like nah you're crazy nah 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 wait. yeah 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 and then he and then he then he uses the mind stone right and he just splits him in half and it's, like, it's, just, like, it's just like nah nah you can't do that and then the animator's just like sitting there back just right yeah, like that, like that. That's good, that's good, that's good. <laughs> and he's like oh you guys mean this like you know, mm. Exactly. <laughs> and then once they see it visually then uh then then they like it man i'm getting a lot of flack from dc dc um friends for um not friends but kind of dc acquaintances for liking what if um which oh, which on. is which i which you know come on come on guys like you know you can like multiple things you don't need to exactly. just you know exactly. just stay, <laughs> is there you know? a, i was being twice last week is there a dc equivalent to the what if concept in the books was there ever one that did that sort of in thing in the books the there probably was but i can't think of it off the top of my head Mm. there probably was well no no there were yeah there's loads of alternate ones so they they had like um oh what was the name of it so obviously superman red sun was one of one of them but it was kind of like that there was a name to yeah that's all of those ones specific name i can't remember what it was what it was called um but there was, you know, there was one with um, with Batman um, in like the 1800s and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and there was like, I can't remember what it's called. It's just, it's doing my head in now. Um, I just, I'm, I'm just looking at the, all these kind of, kind of, uh, you know, uh, comic books that I've got just stuck to my uh, wall, which also I got flack about there as well. Sacrilege! Uh, I feel the same because, way. That is just because, that and you're still that you've stuck to your ceilings. Like, what? Oh, I still not stuck. There. 
there they can come down they're on magnets you know what i mean so they can come down however the comic books all of all of the covers have been ripped off i must admit um so um so yeah but but i don't know man this is the thing like you could have used fleas that would have stuck that's the point these things are meant to be looked at these things are meant to be looked at man they're meant to be like you know looked at there you know there's so many people they're like i love comic books i love comic books it's like okay well show me your collection then they get out this dusty ass box that they've got you know in there yeah. like one of these you know boxes yeah. that i've got here like uh, a dusty ass box with just like all these old you know old comic books in steve's like perfectly done. oh don't how open it, it because how you might... it should be like an artifact <laughs> yes <laughs> you might crease the cardboard oh no don't touch it that's like Mate, these things are meant to be read and looked at. Like, you know, these these guys who, who draw this stuff and they just spend ages drawing it and it gets colored and penciled and, and it's beautiful, beautiful art and you're just hiding it, man. It's just like, you know... Um, uh, I, I don't know. I yeah, Eds doesn't get it. He's just no, like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, it's probably oh. like uh, yeah, thousands of thousands of pounds worth of <laughs> that could have been in those comic books. Just just uh, just uh, stuck on the wall, like uh, you know, with uh, with glue, basically. Yeah. So where do you think is what it's going to go from here? Because it basically started to pull in the other episodes of the certain episodes, anyway, of the multiverse. Because we saw that mm-hmm. the Doctor Strange has come back, the one that went crazy over his heartache so he's coming back because he well, this would be a, his help i think because of that maybe mo might actually start liking this because it seems to be going into a culminating yeah. episode or few episodes there that actually joins them together mm. um and then if i i guess if you put it to him in that way and say actually mate they are joined together. You just got to watch it long enough to, to, to kind of see it. Um, Then uh, for me, that, that makes it even better because it satisfies both worlds. You can watch. One thing I like about what if is that um, most of the time I kind of watch these things like on the fly. So I might get half an hour at lunch and say, let me just pop this thing on and just watch it or whatever. Mm. I, I don't have like, I don't have like a, a you know particular timing where I watch it or as soon as it comes out to watch it or anything like that. Because of that, sometimes you forget little things about the previous episode or three episodes ago or, or whatever. Mm. So I like the fact that they can be watched individually. But also at the same time, I like the fact that maybe at the end, these things will all kind of come together. And it's like, oh, so that's where they were going with yeah. all this kind of stuff. Um, and I think, yeah, I think you're right. That's where it's going because I, I, I don't know. Like we've seen Tony Stark like in like dead in so many different. Yeah, I'm trying so. to remember who's left to join them because I guess we got <laughs> forced alive because that other episode. Like, I'm presuming the Ultron killed him as soon as he came. Can he ball. be killed? Can he be killed though? Thor, I don't know because he took he a to. he took a neutron blast, right? So you know, but a bunch of uh, Asgardians died at the end of Ragnarok so if they can all die why can't he yeah yeah I guess so but they're not all gods are they or he's a he's a god right but they're not as the average Asgardian is not a god are they or I I don't know Odin basically just let himself just fade away so I don't really know if that counts I don't know man yeah I don't know who knows who knows we'll see who's left Captain um, Carter who's left from the zombie universe 
I can't and remember. Yeah, that's and, it. And <laughs> head will save them all. <laughs> Yeah, Adman's head and um, no, didn't they go in that thing and then there was all zombies in there anyway and then they went to Wakanda and there was zombies all there anyway. So there was, I think, kind of like half-dead Black Panther, like, you know, the messed up Black Panther with like no legs or something and like um, an Ant-Man's head and who else was there? Uh, was it Bruce? Was it Bruce? I can't remember. I've completely it, forgotten that episode, you know. I do not know how it ended. I can't remember if it was Bruce Banner or whether it was just... Uh, yeah, I can't remember. So, so yeah, uh, potentially. Well, I mean, Killmonger, Black Panther, is he still alive? Maybe he's doing him. It's going to be a weird Black, little the Avengers. Star, <laughs> the Star-Lord Black Panther maybe might be around yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be a weird little one, but it'd be interesting to know where they kind of they just go with it. And uh, and to be honest, I'm I'm I don't hold this to the same uh, to the same levels that I hold other things. So you know, if they can go as crazy as they like, and I'll just yeah. be like, okay, fine. This is you know, just go, just go as as absolutely batshit as you. So as it's you official. Can and be, man's yeah. head will be the one to save the day. And man's head, yeah. And man's head is the is is the one, man. So yeah. Um. So so guys, we um uh, we're just gonna we'll go through a couple of things there now. We had um had a, an email sent through. One of them, which is actually from um from somebody who says that he <laughs> um he listens to your show and says that my uh, basically n- uh, nothing else apart from. Uh, I like your show as well, but um, your intro is very your intro is very dull compared to <laughs> compared to Ed's intro on talking at the movies. Because I guess Ed's ah. like you know is is yeah. So so I, I will try and make that more enthusiastic uh, for you guys. But if you guys ever knew me, I'm I'm not really a very enthusiastic person <laughs> so that's probably why if i if i was in that uh if i was in that um inside out movie i'd probably be that one who's always like oh god oh, no why? Yeah, like that. <laughs> that. sad yeah that's probably, that's probably me. <laughs> exactly yeah that's pro- that's probably me so um so we had one um there was one thing about uh about venom so this is you know i was saying like people have been sending us stuff about um uh about have you seen venom or whatever right and uh, and then telling me little things about it which i didn't really want to know so so um this one guy called jose solis says um i've just seen venom versus carnage and it seemed that they underpowered carnage a lot ultimate carnage in the comics can be every avenger and marvel underpowers their villains and dc overpowers them what what is the best way and why right um do you want to start on that because i actually disagree with him with what he's actually saying i don't think it, i don't think that I'll what say, he's actually saying is true with the exceptions of thanos of thanos and maybe even ultron because he kind of gave he did what you know basically through numbers he whooped everyone's ass until they you know got him i think everyone else was pretty yeah they kind of got dealt with kind of easy all the other villains i'm trying to think of but, you know, yeah, but, you know, Thanos kicked everybody's ass. It took all of them fighting him to take him down. But, yeah, you know, these films have got to be done in two hours. So I don't know where, unless you just want more collateral damage, more seas and more people screaming like, you know, the end of Invincible. 
Is that what you want? Yeah. <laughs> People's head getting yeah. crushed. Oh, just, yeah, exactly. Just absolutely, yeah, uh, you know, crazy stuff going on like that. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, does DC overpower their villains? I don't know. I mean, um, I guess only uh, the fact that always is, is, you know, the crazy thing is, you know, that Joker can go toe-to-toe with Batman all the time. I'm thinking more just, of just the movies. Uh, but so yeah, I mean if we're talking about if we're talking about the movies, I guess Doomsday Through the spectrum yeah. of what Zack Snyder does with his films, it comes down to the collateral damage. Cities are getting leveled every time they fight. Yeah, and I guess I guess um well that's the thing. That shows the power of the villains, right? Mm. So I guess you've you know, you've got Zod who was Zod was like stupidly high level powered man yeah um, he figured it all out way too quick compared to someone yeah. who grew up on that planet on earth no you know he figured it out the quickest right yeah <laughs> right somebody put this somebody put this review on shazam you know shazam is on amazon prime or something now yeah, right yeah. so the, the kids wanted to watch shazam and there was a there's a review on this. i was like let me just read this review one of the reviews said um, how come in this whole film it takes Shazam the whole film to learn his powers and the kids get their powers and learn them within once? <laughs> That's one a good second. point. That is a good point, yeah. <laughs> They're literally like, literally within one second they know how to do it. So, um, so yeah, the, I, I don't know. I guess um, it's difficult, but, uh, but kind of, if you're going to show an overpowered villain, you basically have to have the heroes losing multiple times and then eventually finding how to how to defeat the um you know de- defeat the villain however if you're looking at a um a hero based storyline where it's like we're looking at a hero's progression then he's going to have to go through certain numbers of villains like levels basically until eventually he faces the most difficult villain um and it's just a different way of doing it like marvel is very hero based and dc is is villain based basically that's just that's just the way that it is um and um you know i think for the way that for the way that marvel does it it suits it because you're meant to you know everybody's meant to talk about the heroes Basically, they're all men to talk about the heroes. Whereas in when a DC movie comes out, the first thing everybody's talking about is, you know, Joker or, or Riddler or, you know, uh, Zod or, or, or whatever. Um, that's the first thing everybody's talking about straight away. So it, it's interesting because in Wonder Woman 84, you've got an extremely underpowered yeah. villain, right? And it doesn't seem to work. Like the first you know it, it's like the first kind of time when this villain is just so underpowered um and you know because cheetah was didn't really do much either yeah yeah sorry i was talking about cheetah but yeah you're right max lord as well was like yeah. <laughs> basically he just just with words kind of just decided oh, i'm going back to my life after i don't know how many people he murdered but he <laughs> kind of just he kind of just walked back, walked back oh, into his life like Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? So that's uh, so that's the thing. So uh, let's let's just go into this. Um, uh, let's go into this other one. Um, Who was that? Who was that? Jose. Jose Solis. S O L I S. So yeah. So the um, the other one was a thread on the um, uh, on the forum. So this thread says, "What is the best and worst uh, comic?" 
comic stroke book adaptation uh and basically that is from me saying how bad why the last man was so some of the some of the ones that we've got on here are uh a guy called mars um i won't give his surname because i don't know if he wants it what's it said there but basically like uh he's saying that um that the boys was the worst adaptation oh, he's ever he's ever seen um and uh, and he says like um, yeah he says like it is uh, compared to the comic book it is absolutely awful basically um so yeah um what nah. do you what do you what's your what's your best and worst adaptation that you would say worst uh fantastic four okay the mid 90s not even the the Jessica Alp, that's bad as well. But did you ever see the one that got made just because they needed to keep hold of the rights? Oh, because that just turned up on um, on YouTube at some oh, point. Oh, that's been and, flying and around, yeah, for years. Yeah. The tragic VHS back in the day where it was like traded. Now, yeah, that's on YouTube. But yeah, that thing where it's like Mr. Fantastic stretches out and it basically looks like toilet rolls just stacked on top of each other for his arms. It's just the worst. The worst. <laughs> how that thing got made and how actors kept turning up every day to film this crap it was amazing yeah so yeah well that's the thing i mean that i guess that's that comes from budget right but um yeah. you know also also it's pretty terrible what would be your what's your your best adaptation so i the, the thing is is that the reason why we're saying this is strictly that fantastic four is not it's not really an adaptation because it's not actually doing a particular storyline so that's why I think they were kind of were kind of talking about was why the last man is is not just about a dude who you know just uh, is the is the last guy, but it's actually an adaptation of a comic book which has a particular story. So that's why this guy, uh, why Mars is saying that um, that you know the uh the the boys was like a uh, you know like a bad version because it it was nothing like the comic book. So. In terms of that, what would you think is a, is is good or a bad one? Uh, good. I'm gonna go left field with this. I'm not even gonna go superhero. I'm gonna go Scott Pilgrim, First of the World. Okay. <laughs> I loved that book. I was obsessed with it for years, waiting patiently for each issue to come out because it literally just took forever to come out. Uh, yeah, and I loved it. I fell in love with the film. Loved it, and the way that they did the story, they kept true. They changed a few things because you can't squeeze it all in, but Love it. One of my best favorite films ever. But as far as just the worst, that's hard now. If it has to be a specific storyline, mm, I don't know. Maybe Spider Man 3, where they handled Venom in that. That, this whole. Yeah. yeah. Disgusted. Uh, that that pretty, pretty, yeah, disgusted is, is the yeah. word. Pretty much. I couldn't even go spectacular Spider Man 2 with the uh, Electro as well. That I, I'll stick with the Venom one, though. Yeah, I I got to say probably probably best and they did take some liberties with it, but I'll probably say Flashpoint the animated film uh yeah, that you was know good. Flashpoint Paradox. Uh so that was pretty good and to some some degree um Justice League Doom which is based on Justice League the Tower of Babel basically. Mm. Um so I'd say those are two those two decent ones. Probably, oh, what would I say? The worst. Oh, the worst. The worst. Alien versus Predator. Because it's oh my days, yeah, that counts. It's a good, all right. It's a, it's an or it's 
an it's entertaining film, good. but it's, it's a horrible it's... adaptation. I haven't seen it. Actually, I haven't seen it since it came out, so I have no idea actually what <laughs> it's, it's like. Stupidly, to be stupidly entertaining. Put it that way. Stupid, but <laughs> yeah. it's entertaining and it's dumbness. Yeah, so I'd, I'd say that probably is is the worst that, 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 yeah. that you know you can put it but it's 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 difficult to say probably just if i really thought about it you know, i'd probably you know i'd probably say oh and um and best uh invincible right uh invincible oh, as well God, yes. yes yes maybe that uh, could be because that yeah that nailed it yeah so i'd say i'd say invincible is probably is probably the the, the benchmark that would probably be it probably mm. be the main thing so so guys thanks for those uh thanks for those messages so um yeah um um if you want to uh email us with uh with any questions you can email us on dcbs marvel pod uh at gmail.com um you can uh the, the facebook stuff is not there anymore but you can you can find us basically um if you type in um DC versus Marvel podcast with us and Ed's, you'll find us. Uh, also, DCVM podcast, you'll find us there as well. Also, if you find uh, type in DC versus Marvel, you'll find us as well. Um, it will basically be like uh, the, the the second thing you find there after our previous podcast, where you can listen to all of those there as well. And if you want to, should we come up with a new photo? Because these are going to be confusing with the two same pictures. Yes, maybe I'll yeah I'll design another photo I think and yeah. yeah I'll design another photo and then we'll then we'll go from there we'll find another verses for season two basically yes. as, as it is so guys and if you want to catch Eds you can uh, you can find Eds on uh, talking at the, the movies podcast uh, yeah just put that in type that in wherever podcasts are found and uh, yeah that's where you'll find me doing TV and movie podcasts and maybe. Maybe for some bloody reason. I don't know why, but I might end up doing Arrested Ruckus again because the guy came back. My buddy got back in contact with me. He's like, I want to do it again. I miss it. So if you're into pro wrestling, from all aspects of it, and you just want to hear two people moan about how bad it is, (laughs) keep an eye out for that one, Wrestling Ruckus. That's cool, man. That's cool. Until then, guys, uh, we'll see you again next time. See you later.